Welcome back, everybody, to the brink as we come to you, not live, but loud and awake and apparently everything else, for another episode of your favourite podcast in the world. My name is Ben. And I'm Mallory. Oh, look at you getting it on time without thinking that it was going to be a quote or something along those lines. Um, Happy week that is this week. It's Australia Day this this weekend. Happy week. Well, I mean, what else would I want to say? Uh, Happy early Australia Day. Thanks. You're excited to uh, experience your first Australia Day in New Zealand? So excited. So excited. Yep. Now, you celebrated your first Canada Day outside of Canada last year. Yes. We went to a uh, bar in Brisbane and had poutine and um, was it a beaver tail did we have then? Oh, no, we had... Yeah. Pierogies. Pierogies and poutine and a beaver tail. I thought we had yeah. a beaver tail at the Commonwealth Games. Nope. Did we? Oh, anyway. Um, but you sort of were with me for Australia Day last year. That was the day you flew back to... Uh, yes, we had KFC. We did. We had nuggets before we left. That was our very Australian uh, dish, which um, you're kind of thinking right now we should uh, recreate that, shouldn't you? Is that what you're thinking right now? I think we're actually going to have... Um, a barbecue as such to uh, to celebrate. Because over here, they're going to be celebrating uh, Waitangi Day or whatever they call it, basically a week and a half later. Which, uh, tell me right now, what do you know about Waitangi Day? It is a day that celebrates New Zealand. Yes. One of two. One of two. Because they fight over which day is supposed to celebrate New Zealand. Uh, they do? What are you talking about? No. Oh, no. dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I think they fight over which day to celebrate Southland. Uh, which okay. I, th- I think I feel they're quite united uh, in celebrating their day in New Zealand. They're not That's Australia, awkward. where they always seem to debate it. I believe they it's about the Treaty of Waitangi when they, uh, I believe the the indigenous people of New Zealand signed a treaty with the uh, British, the people from Britain who do things, you know, getting boats and shit. Okay. Yeah, we should really learn about this, shouldn't we? Yep. <laughs> For about a week and a half uh, to do that. What 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 have you been doing during the week? Working. Working. How have you been finding working? Uh, that sounds very exciting. <laughs> you you just watched um, Die Another Day. I did. You did? I did. And, uh, you know, do you think it deserves... I hate? understand the title now. You understand the title? Why? Because I thought they were going to die, but they're going to die another day. Uh, not really, but okay. No. Sure. <laughs> you did get the line in during the movie when he said you live to die another day, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think sometimes with these titles, they just come up with things and, uh, you know, you're breathing very heavily into Sorry. the microphone. Just, I'm glad people at home know that you're alive. Um, but, uh, you know, to hear... And now she's... <laughs> I think I'm killing her live on air, Sean basically. Mendes is on TV. He is. Um, He's Canadian. Do you, did you, do you get the hate of Die Another Day? Yeah. 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 You don't really care enough, do you? No, not no. at all. <laughs> Rate all the Pierce Brosnan ones because you watch them like about a year in between each other. There's this one and yes. the one before this one and the one before that one and the one before that one. Well, you watch The World Is Not Enough and Die Another Day pretty closely to each other. Which one would you prefer? Uh, who was the bad guy in the last one? Uh, the woman and the guy who couldn't feel. Oh, pain. the last one was better than yep. this one. Okay, do you remember Goldeneye and Tomorrow Never Dies? Because I do, <laughs> I do remember the time you said no. you liked Tomorrow Never Dies better than Die Another Day. Uh, with Goldeneye, which is a fairly unpopular opinion, but um, you know, okay, he's so that one's probably my favorite. I don't know, possibly, but that means you get to watch the Daniel Craig ones now. Woo, Daniel Craig, woo. <laughs> Is that just literally the reaction, or you just don't really care right now? I'm so tired. You're so tired. Oh, yeah. hard day at work. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Well, why don't we just uh, move along, come back, and ask some trivia questions. How does that sound? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, Focarooney Dooney Doonies, let's get into this next segment introduction. I forget I even just said that. Is flashback. I don't even know what a Focarooney Dooney Dooney is. Anyway, uh, we're going back to 2013 again for some more best of moments from 2013. Here, in no particular order, you are going to hear fail or no fail, best bits of fail or no fail from 2013. Captain Australia is back as we get excited at the cricket. Stephanie Rice's five questions that she answered when she appeared on the show. We're going to hear a segment called It's Gonna Get Louder featuring a former Formula One world champion. Sort of. And a section where Kevin apparently gets me a little bit excited. Fail or no fail. 
Now, Sam, there's always some uh, funny news stories coming out of the world. Uh, One in particular, a stripper has been seriously injured after falling from a balcony during a lap dance in the United States. Oh, dear. Well, that's that's horrible. That's that's sad. I'm just... Sad on a number of levels. I'm I'm treating so many levels about this, uh, how high was the balcony... Um, mm. Why was she giving a lap dance on a balcony? Mm. Um, you know, was that got just got a little bit too hot and steamy that she was swinging around and bang? She didn't she trip over something? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but oh, look, I hope she gets better. <laughs> you hope she. It's a dangerous profession, stripping. Well, obviously it is. You can fall off balconies. Yes, you know, and poles. Can and of all kinds. Um, I would have to say. Fail because I don't know the facts and I really don't know why she's up on a balcony giving a lap dance. Was she giving a lap dance mm. to the railing, perhaps? Practicing. Well, <laughs> maybe she was. Let's move on. Fail or no fail, Sam? Uh, no fail. That's. Uh... Yes, that's, <laughs> you're a bit, that's you're a shame. A bit, you're a bit sad over that one, I'm aren't you? I'm a bit sad that she's injured herself. Okay, uh, what, what have you got for us, Sammy boy? Oh, I like this story, Ben. It's about beef. 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 Ben. Did you know that I used to sound like this? Really? But then I got myself a Toyota Hilux and started <laughs> eating beef. I haven't heard from you all year, Mr. Random Beef Man. Glad to have you back. Yeah, thanks for dropping in, Random Beef Man. <laughs> Hand-reared beef makes us feel better. Now, this story is right up my alley, or mm. eventually right out of my alley. <laughs> as long as the cows grazed freely on a farm, it doesn't matter how they became beef, because eating free-range cattle... Seems humane to a point. Now, well. I'm not sure what this story is exactly about, Ben, mm-hmm. but it's about beef. Mm-hmm. That's so enough for you. It's enough for me. Mm-hmm. And, well, it seems as though if you're eating beef from a cow... Mm, it's usually where you get them from, yes. ...that it's good for you. Mm. Well, I, I'm a bit intrigued about beef because mm. I like a good bit of beef. I like beef. You love beef. I like lamb. Straight in loves. I don't. I don't like lamb. I, don't I'm, you? No, not really. I don't no. like pig. Sam, you don't like pork? No. No. I well, like I, I like pork. I find it interesting that Australia Day tomorrow, there's a big push mm. for lamb. Mr. Kekovic, he loves his lamb. Yes, he does. I, I, I thought that beef would be more Australian than lamb. I thought maybe lamb would be something that New Zealanders would celebrate on their national day, or is that well, cannibalism? Oh. Well. well. It probably is, Ben. <laughs> well, sheep are sacred over there, you know that. Yes, yes, it's yeah. kind of like cows in India, like don't touch yeah. them, yes, Can't yes. Eat. Well, this is a video, but it's the first one and it tells, tell us how you feel with a tail. Someone has invented a wagging tail for humans. Really? Yeah. Like literally a tail that what you can I make you oh, no. show off when you're happy. So if you're happy, you've got a little tail and it will wag and people will know that you're excited. So- and it's available in black fox. Or pink. <laughs> oh, so not beige, Dan. So it's a robotic furry tail, so, which you attach to your belt. So does this mean that you have to actually press the button when no, you're excited, or does it sense your oh. feelings, like a mood ring? It has a sensor that <laughs> connects to your heart rate. Are you really prepared for what I've done in the five seconds that you gave me one? So it pre- to your heart rate. So the tail moves when you get excited. Well, I just, you wouldn't want to get attacked because your heart rate would naturally go well, up, that's it. and then the attacker would be like, oh, "If I'm nervous, really your heart's beating." Like if you're really, like if you're about to, you know, ask someone out or yeah. do something, and you're nervous, your tail's wagging. I know you don't want the sign. But when like, you're lying, yeah, if you're sweating or you're getting red or nervous, you, oh yeah. So this is where it's it's a loophole. Like it's, it's not just when you're excited. Yeah, there's someone out there going, "I don't know how you feel. Tell me, <laughs> wag your tail." <laughs> But let's face it, you'd have to be a total dope to put one of those on in the first place. <laughs> oh, didn't you notice mine this morning? Uh, so the sort of person that would put one of those on is probably not the sort of person who'd be thinking about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, already and would they have the same problem that dogs have? They get distracted by the tail and all these humans are just running <laughs> yes. around in circles. They start chasing this, or like a cat who just randomly would just sit there and go, boop, 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 yeah. start playing with their <laughs> tail. Like, um, I say no fail, like sinking outside the box. I just want to see someone with it. So if I say no, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) fail and someone does it, then I feel I've done my thing for humanity.
Sam, I think I know which way you're going with this one. Yeah, if I see anyone wearing it, I'm going to go and grab it and, and, and stick my boot <laughs> far up their bum. <laughs> you're going to get the Sarge onto it, aren't you? That's right. Fail. Uh, uh, I found one during the week, actually, which I wanted to make sure to bring. Um, typical that this segment always goes down the toilet. A uh, chimpanzee in um, a Spanish zoo has become addicted to pornography. Uh, they've given them a TV so he can watch it and a remote and basically found that the only channel that this chip will watch are the adult channels. So uh, they've said they've got a bit of a problem with this chimp in the zoo. So how would you explain that to the children? the other question that you need to ask, is it the zoo's fault? Because they're obviously paying for those channels. It's not as if those channels are free. Maybe it's Spanish TV. Maybe it's just, you know, instead of Go and Gem. (laughs) That's just a 7 o'clock channel for them. It's like, oh... Human porn, or is it? It's like human porn. porn. I would be oh. very. If I, I think it was like animal porn, that dis- wouldn't be a problem. Like Discovery Channel, <laughs> be like, hey, David Attenborough. Yeah. <laughs> to them, that's porn. To us, it's just nature. Yeah. So may- well, maybe it's the other thing. Maybe it's the other way around. Oh. Like if we're watching David Attenborough and we're watching two chimps go at it, we're not going. Oh, we're going. Oh, isn't that beautiful nature? Yeah. So maybe this chimp's simply treating it like a animal yeah. program. Like, oh, that's how humans do it. Fascinating. And maybe they're like in their own. <laughs> he sits there with his pipe. <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe like in their own chimp language, there's a narrator going, the humans copulate on a bed as the lady. You know what I mean? Like it could be just a nature documentary to the chimp. Oh, maybe. <laughs> if only the chimp. Oh, no, I was about to say, if only the chimp could express it. And I was like, get a chimp that knows sign language well, and then they can explain why they watch it. Sam. Mm, fail. <laughs> I say no fail. Good on him. I say no fail either. <laughs> Okay, uh, I just want one more. I'd like to, the, the one about the knobs, the doorknobs. I should, <laughs> the, the doorknobs, yes, Door- we've already gone downhill uh, by our first story. Um, because uh, this is this is about, a, what, Vancouver is getting rid of doorknobs? What's going yeah. on? So, so the title is Vancouver Shows Doorknobs the Door. Oh, clever. Yeah. Clever SBS. Um, an unusual planning decision has increased to increase accessibility. The city of Vancouver has banned doorknobs in new buildings. Now... <laughs> Clarify this. They're not banning doorknobs as a whole because one would assume that by completely removing doorknobs, most things would become less accessible <laughs> rather than more. They're basically saying, here in Vancouver, we don't want you to enter buildings. <laughs> Something like that. No, um, they're, they're replacing twisty doorknobs, so you're like circular ones with your levery doorknobs. I love your explanation. Twisty doorknobs with levery doorknobs. Well... Okay, that's not quite the words that SBS used. So, so to clarify, SBS have used wrist-twisting doorknobs will be replaced with levers, not twisty doorknobs and levery doorknobs. As if that's not an accurate description. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Uh, this is, I, I love the fact here that they got new rules will include it in amended building code. takes place March next year. It will not apply to retroactively to older buildings. Um and a design professor at Toronto's university told Toronto... So this is somebody in Toronto, which is... This is kind of like somebody in Sydney telling a Perth newspaper this is what we're doing. Um, saying this is... And the only quote that they've said, this is very progressive of Vancouver. <laughs> I just... <laughs> That's like the worst quote ever. They've rang him up. Oh. And gone, excuse me, Mr. Design Professor, can we get a quote? Yeah, this is progressive of Vancouver. <laughs> No, this one, they're clearly, they're, the SBS's reserve previously with the puns has, has come out now. Other, others, such as antique doorknob sellers, however, were flying off the handle <laughs> over the measure. But actually, then you read the quote underneath it. I can understand if you have a public building where everybody wants to have free access, and that is a problem. But to say that when I build my private home and nobody is disabled, that I have to put levers on, strikes me as an overreach. Hang on a minute. Alan Joslin, the president of the Antique Doorknob Collectors of America. Now, there's an organisation that more people need to join. The Antique Doorknob Collectors of America, or as they're more commonly known as the ADKCOA. <laughs> I just made that up. Quite obviously. Um, Can we get somebody from them on the show? I don't... I don't <laughs> well, clearly they do interviews about stuff that's not going on in their own country. They've given so. two paragraphs of somebody who's not in their own country when yeah. somebody in the same country is in a different city says this is very progressive in cle- Vancouver. And clearly they couldn't get anyone in the city of Vancouver to comment on it. Let's go and have a word to Captain Australia. Let's, uh, let's make the move here now. 
as um, it's very thin on the crowd around this area actually. It's but um, like you can't even sneeze. Yes, it's large, you know. <laughs> Forget about the Congolese line. Exactly. Just um, don't do anything silly. You will be booted. Now, um, as the cricketers get ready to uh, the next batsman coming up, Sri Lanka, we're moving along to a captain Australia. I think he's been stolen away from us with an actual photographer. Probably rather get his photo taken. How you doing, mate? We're from Edge Radio. What's going on? Oh, what's going on? Just having a bit of fun at the cricket, mate. It's good to see Captain Australia coming back. You've been absent for a few years from the cricket. Well, it's like uh, the Batman series. That was an old person, a different person. I'm the new Captain Australia. I'm just trying to bring fun and atmosphere and joy to the cricket and a lot of noise, which I think the cricket needs. Is there a baton passing on ceremony? Does the older Captain Australia have to contact you and say, you're the chosen one, take it on to the next level? Uh, no, no, there was no baton passing or anything like that. I sort of just got up this morning. I thought, you know what, I'm going to dress up for the cricket. I'm going to go all out, and this is what's happened. I remember uh, old Captain Australia used to wear his undies on the front. He yes. put a few socks down the front. You've obviously gone for a bit more conservative. You've got the shorts over the morph yes. suit. Yes. Clearly, you're uh, not afraid to uh, show off what you really have. So do you think Captain Australia, old one, was a bit of a fake? No, he, he, he paved the way. He, he laid a good foundation for a new, improved, um, different styled Captain Australia to step in and take the mantle and, and fill that void. I like that. Well, we've just seen another wicket. Do you reckon you get some of the crowd involved here for us on the microphone, get somebody really... You just finished the conga line. Is everybody too tired to get a bit more excited? I reckon we can get an Aussie, Aussie, Aussie chant. Oh, look, go for it. Let's go for Aussie, it. Let's start Aussie. it. You start us off, mate. All right, guys, for Edge Radio, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie! Aussie, Aussie, Aussie! Aussie! Well done! Brilliant! Fantastic work, mate. Good luck for the rest of it. Bring Australia home. Cheers, man. Thank you very much. Not a problem. There you go, Sam. Oh, love it. Captain love it. Australia. What did you say, number four? <laughs> number four by Mike Eckler. He's a very good Captain Australia too. And an Aussie, Aussie, Aussie live here on the show. It would have been even better if Phil Hughes would have joined in. That was the most patriotic thing I've ever seen in Australia. What's the Indian version of Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi? Well, <laughs> you, you want me to say that on radio? I would love for you to say it on radio. <laughs> they say like they've been you know, spanked by a needle, spiked by a needle. You know, that's oi, oi, oi. Yes. Um, okay, I like that. That worked. <laughs> Kevin Brown is back. Kevin! Yo! I just thought I would just ask your full name and just say you're back because I couldn't think of a better introduction. It's been a while. It, it has. How, how have you been, Sir Brown? Well, I've completed my pilgrimage of Antarctica and I'm, yes. no, I'm, I'm just back. Really. Yes. <laughs> oh, you got me all excited there. Like, did you discover a new type of snow? No. Well, I heard some people did on the mountain the other day, though. Yes. How, what, what is a new type of snow? What, it's frozen a little bit differently or...? I don't know. So you actually know. heard somebody did on the mountain that there's a new type of snow. I well, this is what you, this is what I've heard. I did read a thing about the they're saying the the Alps, Vic, Vic and New South Wales Alps. They're saying there's so little snow this year. They said they're not talking about how much grass there is on the snow this year. They're talking about how much snow there is on the grass because people are like just skiing on grass. So it's, um, it's disappearing. They, they've got to make do with what they, what they have. It's not like was it the Winter Olympics three years ago because they were so worried that they weren't going to have enough snow in Vancouver. They made snow mm. and they shipped it in. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a kind of an obvious thing, but it's pretty easy to make snow, surely. There's a meme there somewhere of some third world country with people holding up bowls. And then there's these trucks being shipped into the Olympics with full of snow that someone's paid to make. People laughed at us when we wanted a bid for the Olympics. We could get the Winter Olympics here if they can make snow. I mean, come on. It's very true. What, you, what, could, you could have it anywhere. You could have it in Barbados if you wanted to <laughs> these days. They'd just ship it all in, wouldn't they? Well, the Olympics next year in Russia, in Sochi, like apparently uh, basically a whole section of it's snow where they have mm. the Winter Olympics because it's sort of on the Black Sea. There's a whole resort where you go at night and it's basically you can go to the beach. So wow. it's, it's like the first time they've ever had a Winter Olympics in an area where half the city's warm, half the city's Gee, cold. Gee, that'd be good. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they just need to cost-cutting measures in the future, the IOC. We'll have the summer on two weeks, and then we'll have the winter on the next two weeks. Sochi every year. Or we could just turn to China, and they'll make, like, the Olympic kit. <laughs> Made in China. Just sweatshops. <laughs> Blow up this stadium, or push this button to erect stadium or something. He's a three-time Formula One world champion, and he's very shortly going to be the subject of a new movie in about two months as well. We should talk to him a little bit about that more. Nicky Lauda! Oh, yes, uh, a good, good, uh, good hello. 
Hello, hello, Benji, Benjamin, and uh, Sam. It is very nice to be here again. Yes, do you know where I am from? I am from Austria. People say I tend to talk a bit too much and rant and just go on and on and on, but I don't know what they are talking about. Clearly, uh, well, it's been a few weeks since I've had you on, Nikki. Um, I mentioned you got a film coming up. Uh, well, it's about you. You're not in it. Well, are you in it? Maybe have they just done some great uh, makeup and they've just changed your name as an actor? I mean, are you really in this film? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I have not been thinking about the film too much because uh, I've got more important things to do with Mercedes. Do you know what I do there, Benjamin? I do, of course. Yes. Uh, what What are these more important things you've got to do with Mercedes? Oh, I do some like managing things there with uh, Toto. Do you know Toto? Toto Wolf, I believe. Yes, it's his name. Uh, yes, is Toto Wolf. Yes, you know, but I have sad news, Ben. I have very sad news. Me and Toto, we are having a feud. A feud. A, a, a feud. Yes, we are having a feud. It started over food. A, a feud over food. All right, then. Um, was was Susie involved in this? Of course, uh, Toto's wife. Yes, Toto Wolf. He has a a wife called Susie Wolf. Yes. Anyway, I was in the paddock with. We Toto the other day at the German Grand Prix, and and uh, Susie came up to me, and she goes, "Hello, Nikki, I bought you some food." Oh, and I said, "Oh, thank you, Susie Wolf," and and then Toto said to Susie, "Oh, but where's my food?" But Susie said, "But I didn't bring you any food," and I said, "Toto, stop, stop being a." M- Stop being an idiot! She didn't bring you no food. Anyway, that's that's what started our feud. What was the food? It was uh, it was uh, something in in bud. <laughs> in what? In bud? What's in bud? Bud. It's like uh, how you say it's uh, like uh, custard. Of course, how could I not know that? Uh, are things fine now between you, Susie, Toto, and the, and the food feud? Well, yes. Oh, well, no, not quite, but I think very soon it will be very good. Starting off with question number one, what is your favourite type of cheese? I don't eat cheese. Don't eat cheese? Well, there you go. No. Ah, see, so you shut down my first question. No. Yeah. <laughs> question number two then, are you a folder or a scruncher? Scrunch. Scrunch. I like hearing more scrunches. They need to catch up to the folders. <laughs> uh, question number three, growing up, what was your dream job? Oh, you know what? I can't even remember because it was to be an Olympian. Well, that worked, Ever didn't since it? I can remember. So, yeah. Well, that, that counts as a job. I think we'll accept that one. Okay. Uh, also growing up, who was your childhood celebrity crush? Pierce Brosnan. Ah. And, like, still think he is super hot. Yes. More people. I'm surprised more women don't say James Bond actors. I'm disappointed that they don't. And I'm glad you've said Pierce Brosnan. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I had a man crush on Pierce Brosnan. I'll admit that. Oh, my God. He's <laughs> divine. And uh, question number five. Stephanie Rice, what is your worst habit? Um, I'm a little bit OCD. Um, so I definitely can just look like a bit of an idiot sometimes doing things in repetitions of four. (laughs) Wow. Really really stupid. (laughs) But yeah, I got it from swimming, just being very routined and some, I've taken a few too many traits from the pool to home. (laughs) Well, you know, you have to go back to the Olympics and win that fourth gold medal then. Oh God. (laughs) Shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said no. that. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the brink as we come back to you for another section where we get to ask each other trivia questions Woo! from Richard Herring's Emergency Handbook. Now, this is a week where Mallory's meant to ask questions, but apparently she's too lazy, so I'm back to... Uh, she's literally yawning right now, so... Um, yeah. So we are up I'm to... Sleepy. Questions 100 to... Oh, no, sorry. 101 to 120. And there are 500 of these, and we're slowly getting through them. Again, as always, you may have heard some of these before, because we asked them out of order. And as always, some of these are inappropriate, so get over it. All right. Question number 101. Have things turned out like you expected them to? No. No. In a good or a bad way? I think good. You think good? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a no for me as well. I don't think I ever expected to be sitting here in a... 
couch in Invercargill, New Zealand, doing these questions with a Canadian. So, yep. Uh, question number 102. Do you think the Tim Allen film The Santa Claus could ever happen in real life? If you, no. No? If you were press-ganged into being Santa, would you feel happy or resentful? I think happy. I think it would be a cool job. Um, I think no, and I think I would be resentful because as much as I love the Santa Claus, I do feel he's forced into it and he has no choice and he's guilt-tripped into it. So I agree, but I think it would be a fun job either way. Would it, though? Yep. I mean, I guess you only work one day a year yep. so and you're kind of very famous. So, yeah, uh, I see. I see what you're saying there. Uh, question 103. If you had to dig up the corpse of a celebrity who died in 2016 and had sex with it, if you had to... Who would you choose? What celebrities died in 2016? A lot. Oh. David Bowie, Alan Rickman. Um, uh, uh, a lot of people died in 2016. So far, both of the people you named, I don't know. <laughs> you don't who know who David... Are. Okay, you know who Alan Rickman is? He's Snape in What? Harry he's Potter. dead? Yes, I told you this the other day. That's awkward. <laughs> um, I listen when you talk. Yeah, clearly you do. I choose him. You choose him? I choose Snape. You choose Snape. Um, because I don't think David Bowie's attractive. He's blah. He's a bit androgynous, isn't he? Um, I mean, Carrie Fisher died in 2016. So, you know, if we can choose sort of an era, like I'd go Princess Leia version Carrie Fisher, you know, in the uh, slave girl outfit from Return of the Jedi. So, you know, I'd, I'd go for that. Um, yeah. Muhammad Ali died in 2016. Oh, perfect choice. Uh, Doris Roberts died in 2016. Don't know who that is. She's, um, do you ever watch Everybody Loves Raymond? You know, the old lady, uh, the grandma and that? No. Oh, yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, question number 104. Would you prefer to be a lion for a day or a lamb for a lifetime? I'd prefer to be a lamb for a lifetime. Not in this country, though. <laughs> um, lion for a day. I think that'd be cool. I, well, I, I have no desire to be a lamb for a lifetime because lambs don't, like, sheep don't live as long as humans. So. <laughs> Careful, you're in New Zealand. People get the wrong idea. Uh, question number 105. How do you sleep at night? Wonderfully. Actually, our bed is really uncomfortable. It is. So not super wonderfully. And Stiggy likes to crawl on my face. So, again, not super wonderfully. Mm. But, you know. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with that statement, I reckon. Um, Does Sticky sleep on your face? Uh, he did this morning, <laughs> just because you had gone. Question <laughs> 106. What do you consider to be the most mediocre chocolate bar? Uh, plain chocolate bars. Plain chocolate bars? Yeah. Um, mm, chocolate. Can we have chocolate? Sure. Um, I don't know. That's an interesting question. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of like Snickers or, or um, what is, what's that other one? The... Uh, Picnic bars. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the nut ones, ah. to be honest. Stiggy's attacking you. That's interesting. Uh, what is the most unconvincing lie you have ever told? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that you're in love with me. That's rude. I am in love with you. Aww. Um, love you. <laughs> Aww. That's actually really sweet. Um, yeah, I won't answer that then now that you said that. <laughs> rude. Can we have chocolate? Sure. Um, what is the most... Uh, Can you go to the store and get it for me? There's some in the cupboard, isn't there, still? I don't know. No, um, I don't think so. I don't know what the most unconvincing lie I've ever told. Oh, when I was younger... Oh, and chips. When I was a kid, I used to tell people that I'd been to America when I hadn't really. Chips so, and chocolate? I don't know why I did that, to try and build cool, but people don't really believe me. So, anyway. Uh, look, I have, you can do that after. I'm not kidding. Stop reading into the microphone. <laughs> Uh, would you be willing to eat a bowl of crickets for forty thousand no. dollars? For forty thousand oh, dollars? <laughs> I should have listened to the question. Um, I mean, as long as it's not Ow, a big. My butt. <laughs> Stiggy <laughs> is clawing Mallory's bum. That hurt. <laughs> he <got> my bum. <laughs> <laughs> that just got awkward. Um, he's just doing like a circle dance. He's probably he... chasing his tail. Um. I would say yes. Anyway. Um, really hurt. <laughs> uh, that was to the crickets, by the way, not clawing Mallory's bum. I get to do that for free. Um, for one, for $109. Question 109. What happened to Lazarus the second time he died? I don't know who that is. Lazarus is the guy who got raised from the dead by Jesus. Oh, right. It's a Jesus thing. Um, <laughs> what do you mean what happened to him the second time he died? 
That's the question that I've got he in front died? of me. Died? Um, you don't think he got resurrected again? No. No? Okay. Right. Well, cool. I'll let Mallory keep that answer. Um, question number 100. Wait, is the answer that... <laughs> I mean, there's no answers to these questions. Oh. You just... Really? You know, the whole time there's answers to these questions? Oh. Uh, if a serial killer kills another serial killer, does that work like conquers? Like what? Conquers. What's that? Oh, um, like you conquer a country? I guess so. Like with a Q? No, it's with a K. I don't know what that is. I, yeah, me neither. Um, Moving on. I mean, you could be a serial killer who killed serial killers. That, that'd be kind of, you know, meta, wouldn't it? Um, what is your favorite keyboard shortcut? Alt-Tab, because it's the only one I use. I like uh, Windows E, because it opens up Windows Explorer, and I feel special for knowing that. Not that it's a secret okay. or anything, but I just like using it. Uh, 112, would you prefer to live in an igloo or to have a dance? Or Igloo. Hang on. Would you prefer to live in an igloo or have to dance the fandango every day at 9pm for the rest of your life? Live in an igloo. <laughs> Do the fandango, thunderbolts and lightning. There, yep. Yeah, I live in an igloo. Would you rather have no ears or no dignity? <laughs> Sorry, what? See, get off your phone. She does this a lot. She gets bored, so she decides <laughs> no, to get on your phone. No, I'm reading a funny joke. Yeah, well, th- then read it on air, perhaps. Would you rather have no ears or no dignity? No, sorry, what? Comprende la English. <laughs> Would you rather have no ears, the things that you're meant to be using right now to listen to me, or no dignity? Um. Um. <laughs> it's a pretty simple question, really. What's your answer? Uh, I already have no dignity, so. <laughs> I don't know. We'll go with no dignity for you then as well. 114. If you ooh, if you had to, if you had to, would you rather give up chocolate or cheese? If you had to, chocolate. Yeah, me too. Easy question, actually. I like chocolate, but I like cheese better. If you had the power to bring down planes with your mind, would you be able to resist doing so just once, just to check you really could? Or would you do it loads anyway, laughing at the destruction you had wrought? I don't think I would do it ever. I'd probably want to do it once. I feel like I might want to do it once. But, like, could you bring it down gently? Well, that's, that's so a valid that it question. it doesn't crash. Possibly. Like, who knows? Maybe. Or, oops, oh, Like, maybe goes. your power is to save the crashing planes. Maybe. Maybe. That's a good point. Or you could just like, oh, what? Donald Trump's on Air Force One. Oops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, God, I'm going to have the Secret Service knocking on my door this week, aren't I? Um, question number 116. What's the strangest thing you have ever found in your junk email? I don't check my junk email. Really? Oh, I get tons. I love. I get all the usual, you know, hello, I'm so in love with you, give me a million dollars. Oh, there was one um, that I actually got in my work email during the week, which was one of those ones where it was like, Uh, warning, we caught you masturbating to porn and we've got a video, send us a million dollars or we're going to send the video out onto the internet. This is not a joke. Um, So, yet they had the wrong email when I log into porn, so I don't know what they were talking about. Um, What is the most embarrassing thing you've ever tried to squeeze down the drain in a shower? Uh, My hair? I'd say a poo. Actually? Well, like, not actually physically done a whole poo, but, like, when you washed your bum and a bit of poo comes out, like... <laughs> you asked, you wanted specifics. <laughs> I didn't need specifics. Well, I'm sure the audience didn't either, but too late. Um, question number 118. Would you prefer to have a superpower which allowed you to predict the next day's weather with 75% accuracy or be able to assess... That is not a superpower. Yeah, that's called a weatherman or a woman, a uh, weather person. Or be able to assess if food past its sell-by date was safe to eat. The sell-by date one. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, two more to go. Question number nine, 119. If you could choose which liquid you weed, what liquid would you wee? Uh, wee? Yeah, I think I think I remember asking this question before. And like... Wee's a generally good one to just wee. Because, like, if all of a sudden you could, like, wee chocolate milk, like, would you ever want to drink chocolate milk again? That's disgusting. But, no. like, no. I f- yeah. I feel quickly. Um, the Richard answers, if it can still be wee if you wish, 
Bear in mind, you'll probably die quite quickly if urine inside you is not expelled. So there you go. Final question for this week's episode. What modern day item do you think will seem ridiculously archaic in 10 years' time? Oh, I don't know. I honestly think like the phones we use because in 10 years' time we look like, – when you watch a show from 10 years ago, yeah, you automatically think, true. oh, look how old that phone is. So although having said that, like um, – oh, gosh. That's a good question actually, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'll just stick with my my answer right now. Yep. Cool. How, how do you feel about this week's questions? Pretty great. Pretty great. No yeah. cats clawing your bum anymore? Nope. Alrighty, well, let's come back and close things out shortly. You know, I get very excited when I press this button. It's that time of the week to play everybody's favourite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics! Here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. Time to forget some lyrics. And uh, these are some remaining Forget the Lyrics that we had from the 2017 2017, uh, season, I guess, uh, when we were back on High Noon. So you're going to hear from myself, from Sam, and from Stu here. It's My Life by Myself, Writings on the Wall from Sam and Myself, Let It Go by Stu, Smooth Criminal by Myself, and we are the champions with Stewie and myself singing along. Sit back, relax, and be entertained. This ain't a song about biscuits anymore. Strings of meat that aren't on the floor Wrap them in their entrails and put them on the barbie We're gonna cook them up and put them in some bread It's my sausage and it's really tasty Put it with some tomato sauce Onions on it taste really nice too I really like a good sausage Put it on my plate and eat it If it's a chicken one it makes me even happier Cause it's my sausage This ain't a song for all those vegetarians Go and eat your grass and don't listen to this anthem Head out to Bunnings and pick up a snag It's gonna make you full and the opposite of a dag Sausages are so darn good Better than a piece of wood Vegetarians are really missing out Put a lot of ketchup on them Barbecue sauce with Ben Sausages are the best things in sliced bread Even in sliced bread Sam, you brought a whole orchestra with you. Good on you, Sonny Jim. I'm the one who knocks. He was a chemistry teacher. He didn't really like his job. Was diagnosed with lung cancer Said he didn't have much long to live Saw Jesse Pinkman fall out of a window And a woman with some big beep He then said Hey Pinkman Let's go cook some meth They bought a RV and went out to the desert one day Cooked a lot of drugs which are legal But that's not what we're here to say Walter White is awesome 
even though he's kind of a bad dude. How does he cook? How does he live? It's so blue and so awesome, yes. Gus Fring's cool. He's friends with Walter. This bit's a really hard bit to sing. For Walter, I'll really risk it all. Because the fact that he died, his guts are all over the wall. That's going to be hard to match. Then he cooked another batch. Walter White met his match in a man they called Gus Fring. But he dealt with Fring like a bling. He got him dead. When Walter won It was so much fun He got all the money, all the cash And the girls, no he didn't I told a lie, he was a 50-something year old man He didn't look very good at all So he didn't get the chicks Oh, do you want me to... You want... You want... You want... want, You, me, you, me, you, me I'll take it Oh, no, you will Oh, yeah You want to hit the high notes do you want me to take this bit? Do you want me to go high or do you want to go high? I want to go high. You go, you want to go high. Let's stand and go high. Bring the ball drop then. Go step. Walter White, you are like a guide flying through the sky. You are men, you are lady, I'm talking gibberish. Walter White, Heisenberg. That's not the high bit anymore! My balls just really hit the floor! <laughs> Whoa, I even stuffed up the end bit there! Crap! No! <laughs> I can't do it properly! There we go! Wow! We did that so well and I screwed it up at the end! No, that was all right. We got that done, Ben. That was all right. That was another good song choice. You've got some experience with this song choice thing. I've been called from the ATO, but it wasn't my time because I've committed no tax fraud and I haven't made mistakes. It's just a scammer. Who is after my money and doesn't want me to die? Live. (laughs) And they are the scammers who call you. And they use the phone to give their scam. We are the scammers, we are the scammers, no time for hang-ups, cause we are the scammers, from the ATO. Oh, good job, Stewie. Good job. I like it. I've taken my calls from so many scammers. They tell me I'm going to jail and will get arrested and owe the money. I thank you all because you teach me a valuable lesson. 
that when you're out of segments on a podcast, you can record your call and troll you and make it a try to be funny. Funny, funny, funny. They are the scammers, you know it. And they like to think that they'll scam you. They are the scammers. They are the scammers. This topic was easy to sing about, opposed to actually singing about poo in toilets, which I think Stewie didn't really like. They are the scammers, Stewie. And perhaps I'll fade myself down now and you can sing the rest of the song. We are the scammers. We are the scammers. No, we're not really from the ATO. Joey, good job. Silverstone. I just thought I would mention that. I'm going to ruin MJ. But we'll do our best to not. Wow! I can at least, you know, because I'm dancing fully on like MJ right now and you just can't see it. Ow! I should just hurt myself there. That wasn't part of the song. As he drove down the street, eat, he realized he's at Silverstone. Uh, he went into the track and got in his Mercedes. He got a good start, led the race from the start. He then finished at first and he won the race. Lewis, are you okay? Lewis, are you okay? Are you okay, Lewis? Lewis, are you okay? Are you okay? Lewis, are you okay? Lewis, are you okay? Lewis, are you okay? Are you okay, Lewis? Lewis, are you okay? So, Lewis, are you okay? Are you okay, Lewis? Of course you're okay. You won the race. You kicked them up the bottom because you won by so much. Yes, you did. And you really won that race. And much of the fans loved you so very much because you're Lewis. Hamiltonian in Britain. Lewis, are you okay? So, Lewis, are you okay? We've established that you are. Lewis, are you okay? I should stop asking that you are okay because you won the race. Maybe I should ask if Sebastian, is he okay? Is he okay, Sebastian? You've been hit by, you've been struck by Lewis Hamilton. So he won the race by lots of seconds. It was great eight. But not for Sebastian Vettel. He had a puncture towards the end. Sebastian, are you okay? Sebastian, are you okay? What happened to your tire? Sebastian, are you okay? It blew up. Yes, it did. It went everywhere. So did Kimmy's. But he wasn't as grumpy. He was on the podium. Sebastian, your championship is kind of done now. Even though it's at the halfway point. Lewis didn't won the race. Sebastian didn't. It's one point. In the championship now, moving forward into Hungary. Can Lewis win again or will Sebastian do it? Perhaps he'll crash into somebody and complain about it because that's what he does. Yeah, I've, no. I'll just play the piano for you. The fecal matter glows white in the sink tonight Not a fingerprint to be seen A kingdom of toilet stalls And something, something, something I've lost it already The, The wind is in my hair Couldn't keep it in Not since I defecated Don't let them see, don't let them poo Be the good person you always have to be Conceal it, don't let them know Well now they've seen Now they've seen My fecal matter, my fecal matter Can't hold it in anymore 
my fecal matter, my fecal matter. Turn away and slam the stall door because I don't use them. I prefer the sink. Let the water rage on. The stall never bothered me anyway. It's funny how sometimes I used the stall And the stall that controlled me doesn't matter anymore It's time to see what I can do next To test the poo and break through No wrong, no rule, no poo for me Let it poo, let it poo I'm not gonna use the stall Let the sink, use the sink Use the floor, you'll never leave And here I poo And here I'll stand And post my notes online And ready to close it all out uh, for another week. Um, Brink Unleashed, all the movies have been put up lie- online and deleted scenes are done and dusted. Mallory, you've watched them back and forth and left, right and centre, haven't you? Woo! Yeah. This is the first time actually in a while, which uh, it looks as though there might not be any Brink Unleashed movies for quite some time. So. Ooh. Really? Are you really that sad about that? <laughs> Um, but we will be on the airways again this week, uh, in Invercargill and Radio Southland. Uh, how, how are you finding the radio show still? Fun. Fun? Uh, how's the battle song offs been going at the moment? Canada. Canada. Who do you think we should battle off this week? Canada. And? Another country? Yes. Zimbabwe. What sure. about the great pop music of Zimbabwe, potentially? Um, Shakira. Shakira. <laughs> She's from Colombia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> different continent. Um, <laughs> you're just like, Shakira. She must be from Zimbabwe. Um, anything else exciting you want to mention this week to talk about? Or? Uh, no. No? No? Awesome? No. Plugging along, doing well? Yep. yep. Breathing into the microphone. <laughs> No, that actually hurts my throat. Um, but in the meantime, till next week, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe, all the relevant channels. And uh, eat oranges. And eat oranges. We're not up to that point yet. Uh, oh. Tune in to all our other podcasts because we need the listeners. Got some exciting things coming up with those in terms of uh, some new looks and everything as well. So that will be pretty exciting. And uh, we've kind of had our bit of a flow going on with the brink in the last few weeks and months, sort of just with... Uh, few Mallory bits here and there and a few flashbacks without any, um, you know, segments from Colin or Nick or anybody else. But stay tuned. We look forward to uh, bringing some things back and uh, wouldn't mind doing a bit of a, uh, I guess, a where are they now section of this show this year where maybe we can track down some of our old co-hosts and see if we can get on the show to see what the hell they've been doing with their lives. So um, Mallory might be a ex-co-host one day. I think you're, you're creeping up the ranks though on the ladder in terms of most episodes hosted. So you're still not quite the most... Uh, frequent female but uh you're getting there are you, is it your job right now to just make noises and yep. <laughs> random little things right now that girl's kissing a horse um anyway that's it i think that's done are you gonna wrap us up no please till next week hobart please do keep sucking those oranges thank you <laughs> and bon <sighs> nuit <sighs>